Hey, everybody, just a quick message from Bob and Network. We would like to remind everybody that certain topics of discussion may not be comfortable for all listeners. Certain viewpoints may not reflect those of our partners, sponsors, affiliates, our hosts, or that of our guests. We would like to encourage everybody to keep a respectful and open climate of discussion for all topics, no matter how disturbing they may be. So viewer discretion is advised. It does not matter where you stand, nor what it is you feel is grand. Magic is all around. Magic is never gone. And it is more than you will ever know. And trust us. And trust her. For here you will find that the lost magics have never disappeared. Hello guys and welcome to our Friday night show with the Lost Magics in association with Bold and Bonkers. I hope that you're all well. Please share out guys and let everybody know that I am on. I'm just going to quickly go over and put the uh, YouTube bit up so I can get you on there. So tonight's show should be a very interesting one. I'm going to be talking about a legend that is to do with Texas. So that should be very interesting, my darlings. If you see anything weird going on, there's some weird stuff going on at the moment, guys. Like, I keep, like just before the, while the music was playing, I was getting a, somebody touching me again, like a making me feel a bit on edgy um obviously first what i would actually like to do um to anyone that is in the uk and all around the world and i would like to send my condolences out to uh, the royal family guys um and to our queen that we lost yesterday sadly um the uk are in a bit of a mourning situation at the moment through losing her and um I just want to send all my love out to her and to the family and to everybody all around the world. I know that we're all finding it pretty hard at the moment, guys. So lots of love and respect there. So as I was saying, I have got a really cool show today. Thank you for the 199. Very much appreciated. Hello, Anonymous Light. Ah, good topic. Thank you, Light. So we're going to be talking about, right, La Lorna, but I'm going to say the weeping woman, okay, because I'm not very good with the Texas words, okay. So the reputation behind this, there is, there are films, lots of films that have been put out about this, this um, spirit, okay. And the legend behind this lady uh, spirit as well, it, there's meant to be quite a lot of things that have happened. And there's quite a, several different ways of explaining what happened to some, it's believed that, you know, that um, she drowned her children. In other categories, it, it's along the lines that she met the love of her life. They wanted to be married and they went to the priest or the person that was going to marry him. And at that time, she made a promise to him that when she had her firstborn, 
that something would be put forward to do with that child. Obviously, going on to doing that, she had had several children and she didn't obviously want to let go of her children because she was a mother and what mother would want to do that. And through that, some really tragic things happened. There was meant to have been a house fire um, where her children were killed. Okay, And um, it's said that she's seen um, walking in a in a white dress and um, you'll hear her screaming out and crying for her children okay so I'm going to be covering the basics of the story about her and um, informing you and showing you about that topic then I'm going to be giving you a little detail on an opposable way that you're supposed to be able to summons her up then I'm going to go into talking to you on three witness statements from people that have supposedly meant to have seen this this spirit. Okay, guys, so I hope that you do enjoy this. And I've been really excited to do this show because I really wanted to do it. And it was given to me as an idea from Coffin Crew that is in Texas. It is very well known over there. It is a legend to do with Texas. So I'm going to start reading the stuff up obviously lovely light in the room is also from texas so that's why he put the topic is really good so she's known as la lorona the weeping woman all over mexico and the southwest locals tell tales of a woman named la lorona the weeping woman She's a woman dressed in a white, in all white, hangs out by the nearby river and is usually heard crying and weeping for her children. While she seems innocent from far away, those who can get too close will hear a deafening scream. Children will have their souls taken and most who see her meet a terrible fate. shortly after witnesses wonder if she actually she's actually human for her face is usually blank with no features and others say that she has the head of a horse while every town has its own version of the so-called weeping woman the stories are similar They usually revolve around a woman who drowned her children in a nearby river, either out of love, anger or fear. Texas has their version of La Llorona and she lives near the Apatol name Woman Hollering Creek. Witnesses say that they've seen a lady dressed in all white with long black hair that reaches down to her waist wading through the creek while sobbing while in most La Llorona stories the woman killed her children out of anger. At Hollerin Woman's Creek the La Llorona drowned her children to save them from being brutally murdered by a band of Native Americans. When the tribe arrived to find the woman standing alone in the creek she let out a deathly scream scaring away her attackers. While she may have survived the incident, 
she was left without a family and is now doomed to wander around Woman Hollowing Creek in an endless search for her beloved children. So the legend of La Lorona, also called the Weeping Woman or the Whaler, La Lorona is said to wander around riverside areas in Mexico and the southwest, grieving over her children. The original story of the Weeping Woman centers around a woman named Maria. Maria marries a rich Vacuro with whom she had two children. A few years into their marriage, she finds her husband in bed with another woman. And in a fit of rage, she takes her children down to the nearby river and drowns them. Maria immediately regrets what she's done and attempts to commit suicide. However, Maria is not allowed into the afterlife without her children. Maria is doomed into living in a strange limbo between the world of the dead and the living. She becomes Lalarona forever, wandering the rivers where she killed her children, searching for their souls. The weeping woman wears a all-in-white dress and has long flowing hair that's jet black and reaches down to her waist. She said to have had a blank face with no features, lacking a mouth, nose or eyes, frightening sight to those that hear her weeping with no idea as to where the sound is coming from. When someone dares to approach her, she lets out a loud and overworldly screech. As if that wasn't enough, encountering the Lorona or the Weeping Woman places a curse on the witness. Those who have seen the Lorona have, have seen some misfortune befall them. Shortly afterwards, they might lose a family member or a loved one. Some have fallen ill, while others are in, injured in freak accidents. Dash, stop chewing. So the story really behind this, I'll carry on in a minute. So this woman was supposedly supposed to have drowned the children. And she's seen walking these creeks and these rivers, searching for the souls of her children. This was done out of fear and obviously upset and anger. In Maria, Maria's um, circumstances, she finds the love of her life being unfaithful to her. And in a moment of sadness and anger, she decides to go to the river and drown her children not realising the fate that it's going to leave her in. So she's drowned her children and she attempts to try to take her life. But through doing that, she is not allowed to go into the afterlife because she has not got her children and because of what she's done to her children. So therefore her fate is to be left in this world, in Texas, in Mexico, and she's left wandering for eternity, is what it sounds like. Okay, guys, and... Um, there are other stories. There is another one where apparently um, 
so you know they come across um a female comes across a man they fall in love and she, as i was saying to you she goes to these um this priest and she wants to be married but she doesn't have the money so she promises her, one of her firstborn children okay but through becoming pregnant and then giving birth to this child she then doesn't want to let go of that child she wants to be a family with the child and with her with her husband and in this happening she goes on to have more children and doesn't give a child over to the person that married her okay so in that all these situations start to happen and very horrible things start to happen and there ends up being a fire that kills her family her children but leaves her behind and through that she's supposed to have committed suicide and um she passed away but she's stuck it's very similar to the legend that i'm actually reading to you now there are many different scenarios on this event and what is supposed to stand out for and um i found this a very interesting event and um you know topic to talk about because i do find legends and things very interesting and i am getting very into the legends of texas and mexico and things like that and i am going to be doing several shows over the uh, the next couple of weeks where i'm talking about legends of creatures that are supposed to uh be part of mexico and texas i'm going to be doing some places over there that are supposed to be haunted and have got some very spooky backgrounds behind them but i wanted to start it off with this one because i thought this was really really cool and this was given to me as an idea by coffin crew that lives in texas and i said i, I really want a good story that i can read out that is really known to your country so he said about this and um it's very interesting so variations of the legend the weeping woman legend varies from place to place though the main elements of the story are consistent consistent what seems to be static are the white dress the river and the murder of her children what tends to vary is the story of why and how she killed her children and the actual appearance of la lorona one version states that maria asked a vacuero to marry her and her and he refused because he didn't want a wife who had children oh out of wedlock she then drowned her children in an attempt to please the man she returned to the rerero still wearing her bloody nightgown to ask him if he was satisfied the man was incredibly disturbed and abandoned her on the spot some say that the woman stabbed herself at the river where she drowned her children while others say an angry mob tied her up and tossed her into the rio grande both versions of the story end with maria becoming la lorona another version of the story says that maria got married at a grandos store church stone church in mexico 
and had a beautiful wedding with no charge to her family from the church. The only catch was that the priest asked her to give her firstborn son to the priesthood. At first, Maria agreed enthusiastically, but when her first son was born, she kept reigning on her agreement, hoping the priest would forget. She kept having more and more children and continued to go back to her agreement with the church in what seemed to be a divine act of revenge. Her home caught fire. Not only was her house completely destroyed by the fire, but her children were killed. While Maria survived, she was horribly disfigured and her face took on a strange resemblance to that of a horse. She then came to be called the donkey lady by the townspeople. She spent the rest of her life wandering the rivers and the creeks, mourning her loss after her death. Maria's spirit was bound to the same river that she walked in life. Witnesses have seen her horribly disfigured horse-like appearance wading through the water, shouting, My Hijo, my Hijo, as she searches for her dead children. Locals warn, warn not to attempt to save her, her. Those who have tried have all mysteriously drowned. Wife's Tales and the Souls of Children La Llorona is said to search for children so she can steal their souls. <clears throat> Engurged and saddened by the loss of her own, she seeks to find others to prey on. Children that encounter the Llorona are said to have their souls taken. souls taken and are said to either drown in the river or lose a loved one. Mothers and grandmas all over Latin America and the Southwest use the story of La Llorona to scare their children from playing near the water after dark. Naughty children who hang out after dark and venture out into the woods are most likely to get hurt or encounter the Llorona. So Mexican mothers have resorted to using the story to keep their kids from getting into trouble. Whether or not the Llorona is real, she has kept a few adventurous kids from drowning. Woman Hollering Creek, the Llorona of Texas. Texas has a few versions of the Llorona. Most famously is the story of a woman hollering creek during the early settler days of Texas. A pioneer family was living happily near, near what is now San Antonio until a nearby tribe of Native Americans attacked the settlers' village. After the woman saw her husband brutally murdered, she took her children to hide by the river. As the natives approached, she knew that, that they were likely to either be killed or taken prisoner. Remembering her husband's brutal murder, 
she didn't want her children to suffer a similar fate and she made a terrifying decision. She thought it was better if she killed her own children rather than leave them to the band of the warriors of nat uh, the warrior natives. Terrified, she held her children under the water, fighting every motherly instinct in her body. The children struggled as they tried to breathe, but she didn't let go until they stopped moving. When the natives arrived, they found the woman broken and disturbed, standing over the bodies of her beloved children. She looked at the warriors in the eyes and let out a blood-curdling scream, scaring them away. Though she survived, she was nothing without her family. The woman roamed the creek, sobbing and begging for her children until her death. Even in the afterlife, the woman wanders around the creek. Witnesses say they have heard her crying hysterically along with her paralysing scream. As she approaches anyone who dares to come near, the name they named the river Woman Hollering Creek in her honour. Now, as you've seen here, there are a various number of different ways that this story is explained. And all of them are very sad. And most of them sound like they're out of desperation and um, to protect the children. And in this fate, obviously, she's had she had to make some very terrible decisions. And um, this stayed upon her to the point that she become bound to the area that she walks, looking and calling out for her children. There have been many witnesses that have said that they have seen her, not up close, but seen her enough that it has scared them and uh, they've, they've very quickly moved away. Because obviously there are situations that are supposed to happen to you when you come into contact with her. As it says in these stories, you know, you you face a terrible fate on yourself or on a family member. Um, there's also a curse that is said to be put over the person that sees her and embraces her. And this can result in illnesses, death, um, really bad things happening in, in their lives, things not going right. It's also said that she seeks the souls of children, as it's been read in, the, in this paragraph. She seeks the souls of children for, through the facts of losing her own and having to kill them due to the, the ways of what others were doing to her and the situations that she was put into. So she takes the souls of the children as a revenge and a way of getting back at those that really controlled her life back then. Now, it's not 100% known to some if this story or this female is real, but in the Texas and the Mexico countries, it is very much a tale that is very, very believed. And is said to have been, this spirit has been said to have been witnessed by many of who live in those countries, okay? And they very much do believe in this. And even to the extent that some of the mothers, as it says, do use 
her as an as a scenario to her, their children to keep them away from the rivers and stuff so that, that nothing bad happens to them. I find this story very fascinating because for just for the simple fact of what she had to go through if she was a real human being and she did have to do these things she had to sacrifice her children to save them and through doing that she she's fated herself and uh, she's left herself in eternal pain and um, suffering and not able to go over to the light and not able to go to her rightful home by the story as well <coughs> did you just hear that by the the state of what she was put into and things um she very much wanders the creeks wanders the rivers in seek of them but she's not able to find her children. Obviously, her children's souls have probably been taken off to the other side, to the light, because they are children. And it's said that when children pass away, they automatically go to the light. Um, if they don't, it's it's due to them being held behind. But obviously, these children were horribly murdered, so their souls would have been saved. So she's wandering for her children, but her children are not in this plane anymore. So therefore, she can never go over. And she has to live with that regret. And that pain for the rest of her life, even in the spirit world. Okay, and um, because of that, that's why she she decides and chooses to put suffering upon others that encounter her. And you know, in some ways, you can kind of understand why she does what she does. If she had to be put in those situations, she had to do that to her children. It it would have been a very horrible a nasty situation to have to face and to live with and you know and in attempts of trying to kill herself over her reactions of what she'd done and not being able to she's had to fulfill that fate for many years that she lived and obviously that carried on into the spirit realm when she passed so she she's trapped and um she does this because it's her way of revenge it's her way of reaching out and um, showing them that she's not somebody to be messed around with. She is not somebody that you you can look at as being something that's not real. Okay, so to a lot of people, she has shown out to them because she wants them to know that she is real. She wants them to know that the legend that is spoke about is real. Okay, so she shows herself and she'll show herself in a very disturbing way due to the accident and um what happened to her as i've said there's various versions of this you know she's drowned her children um their children were killed in a fire because she never handed her firstborn over and she continued to have children and um not give one of those children over to the priesthood so therefore she she had to choose her fate and her fate was that the house burnt down things went wrong she lost her children um there's the other one where her husband was killed and she tries to escape with her children but the native warriors are hunting her down and in a desperate venture to try and get away she decides that she needs to kill her children so that they don't suffer the same fate as what her husband did and in doing that she does try to take her life but it doesn't work and she's left in 
in this mourning, in this pain and in this regret and in the afterlife after a death she continues that. It is a very sad story when you look at it and a very scary one as well because obviously she's disfigured because she was injured and burnt in, in the fire as well. There is said to be a ritual or a summonsing that, that can be done that's supposed to call upon her. I do not suggest that any of you try doing this, guys, because apparently when you do do it, she is supposed to show up, okay? And um, really bad things happen to you and to your family. But in Mexico, it is believed, it is often said that one way to summon the Lorona, meaning the weeping woman, is to light red candles and enclose yourself in a room. Hosed walls are decorated with mirrors while repeating her name. Others say she is likely to appear when children are misbehaving and still and still others have reported sightings of her in strange silhouette endlessly navigating Mexican lakes and rivers wailing a Miss Hedjo's or oh my children so if you light these red candles and you have mirrors and you call out to her over and over again she's supposed to show herself into the mirrors she is supposed to show herself to you okay and when this happens it's supposed to put a curse over you and it's supposed to put a curse over any of your loved ones and people that you know okay um, this can end in results as being uh, illnesses, uh, strange deaths, very horrible accidents, um, murders, diseases. There's so many things that are supposed to be linked to what she does if you summons her. Okay, And as it says, she's also supposed to show this herself to misbehaving children. And when she shows herself to the misbehaving children, she will take the souls of the children as a revenge to what she had to do to her own. And these children obviously come upon a very horrible fate. A lot of this is still seen through the lakes and stuff. She's seen around the lake, she's seen around the river, wailing out and calling out to her children um, obviously any of the souls of children that she takes will become stuck with her because she has took them so they physically can't move over and they become entrapped and stuck here in this world as well which is really a horrible thing for anybody to have to go through and especially little ones okay so she is definitely not an energy that you want to mess with. To me, she sounds like an energy you really don't want to reproach or even try to upset or anger or anything because she is already very angry, very upset, very mixed emotions. And um, she, by the sounds of it, she has, she's been put into some situations that she had to do some very evil and horrible things. And for that, it does stay on her soul. Okay, she can't let go of that. And she can't move to where she wants to be, where she can forget, where she can 
try to get over that, where she can be with her children that she misses so much. So therefore, she puts that that hate and that revenge and that evilness that she feels with inside her out on others. Okay. Now, the next part of this, I've got three witness statements from people that I got off of her um, site that I've supposedly said they are supposed to have encountered the uh, the weeping woman. Okay. Now these again were things that were pointed in my direction by coffin crew and I went and had a look and I chose a few of them because they're quite long so I will read you them. The sightings of the weeping woman. So sighting one. <coughs> Excuse me a minute guys. A man who had recently moved into a new house decided to explore the surrounding area by mounting a GoPro camera onto a drone. When he flew the drone overhead, he managed to spot a strange figure that was lurking nearby. As the drone flies closer to the mysterious figure in the cliff, you can see that it appears to be a woman wearing a long white dress. She remains perfectly still as the camera approaches. The man believes that the ghostly figure dressed in white might actually be the infamous La Llorona, the weeping woman. According to the South American legend, a beautiful woman named Maria once married a rich noble nobleman and they soon had twins, a boy and a girl. However, the nobleman began to lose interest in his wife over time and eventually left her. One day Maria was out walking by the river with her children when she spotted her husband with a younger woman. In a fit of rage, she picked up her children and threw them into the river, drowning them. Once she, she realised what she had done, she too leaped into the icy water. It is said that the Llorona now spends an eternity searching for her lost children and that she will kidnap any children she finds wandering at night. If you hear her cries, you sound should immediately run in the opposite direction, as it is believed that they can bring misfortune or even death. Those who claim to have seen the Llorona often describe her as wearing either a black or a white dress with a long flowing veil, very similar to the figure seen in the video. There are some videos and I will, um, links which I will post onto the Facebook page, uh, my Facebook pages, so that you can have a look at this. Long white dress, flowing veil, very similar to the figures seen in the video. So, videos. So, could it be possible then that the drone has actually managed to capture the weeping woman on camera? Or is there another explanation for the mysterious figure appearance? So this man supposedly had moved into a new location and decided to start taking um, a walk around 
his new area and he had a drone that he set up with a pro camera. It, it was flying overhead and apparently the figure of La Llorona was supposed to have been seen. It's not 100% known if it was her, but by the description of what he explains and what he see, it does sound very similar to her. And because of the areas that he's in and he is around an area where there are rivers and lakes and things, this figure has been spotted there. So there is a very big chance that it is, in fact, the weeping woman that is caught on the stream. Now, as I said, there are some videos of um, some of the witness statements, and I will put some um, video links to the description of all of the content that I have also researched and brought out for you as well, guys. I will be posting that all out onto my Facebook pages and onto the Bold and Bonker pages as well. So keep a lookout for that, and you could maybe give us a comment and let us know what you think. Um, you also can ask some questions after guys we'll put your view over on what you think it is and stuff for anyone like light or anyone if you know any other detail to it you know, just say in the room and I can read that out the second sighting has actually got a link so I will be posting that up so the second sighting the video uploaded to YouTube by Nacheto Velgora in March 2017 was supposedly captured near the river that passed by the city of Gulagai in Argentina. Sorry if I haven't said that right. I'm not very good with the reading side of long words like that. The clip begins as the camera's holder. The clip begins as the camera holder and one other are walking through a field. It's dark and they have... A, they have little to guide them except a single flashlight. As they make their way through the grass, one of them shines the light upon a head and is immediately disturbed by what they see. A figure dressed in a white in white that appears to be lurking in the darkness. Suddenly, the mysterious figure lets out a blood-curdling scream, and the pair make a run for safety, <clears throat> just as the footage ends. While the uploader obviously survived to tell the tale, they believed that it was actually the Lerona that they saw that night, and many viewers tend to agree with them. The figure is difficult to make out in any great detail. However, it certainly does appear to be wearing a long white gown, just as the weeping woman is often portrayed in the South American folklore. Could it be possible that the pair actually did stumble upon the Lularona? If so, was she searching the nearby rivers for her lost children? Let me know your thoughts in the comments in the sections below. So in this one, obviously, the some some young people went out. They were YouTubers. They'd gone out and they'd supposedly captured this figure on a nearby river okay now 
as it says, the, the figure was not very clear, but you could clearly see what looked like a long white dress, okay? Now, this is how she is mainly explained to be seen, wearing a white dress, long hair, walking around, searching the rivers, searching the lakes, and uh, and giving out the most scariest and blood-curdling scream because of the pain she feels for not being able to find the children and that. And obviously, as I've said previously to this um, story, when you hear that, it's not good to go and approach her, run the opposite direction, as it says in the uh, the categories, because she will put curses up on you. She will take children's souls. And she can bring misfortune, death and very horrible things upon you if you do approach her and that guy. So she's really not an energy that you want to be messing with. And um, from my experience and being over there and some of the stories that I've heard while I was in um, Texas and stuff, there are a lot of um, classical stories about legends of um, spirits and uh, weird creatures and, and things like this. And a lot of them are very disturbing and are known to be very dangerous and that. And... In my opinion, like being there as well, there is a lot of different energies over there in um, Texas and them areas. Um, most definitely a country that is full of um, paranormal activity. It's most definitely a country that is uh, full of legend and um, mystical legends as well. And um, it's most definitely something that I would want to look into more when I do get over there. I want to go and look into these sort of things. Obviously, I'm not going to go on purpose to go and look for the Lorona, but it would be really interesting to try and find some more evidence and things. Obviously, if I if I see her, I will be running in the opposite direction like everybody else has. But as an investigator and a researcher, when you hear these sort of stories and stuff, you know, you do want to know, okay, but um, keep a safe distance. I most definitely will be. So the last sighting that I'm going to tell you about is sighting three, okay. The terrifying legend of the Lorona states that anyone who hears her cry may suffer misfortune or even death. She is often heard wailing, a Miss Hijos which translates to, oh, my children, oh, my sons. It is said that if her cries sound near, then she is actually far away. And if they sound distant, then she is very close. There is a clip for that one as well, guys. In this video uploaded to YouTube by Nathan Ch Nathan channel in 2017 you can hear what many believe to be the cries of the Lorona as she wanders the night in search of her children. The footage was supposedly uploaded by the security guard who managed to record the awful sound while on duty late one night. There is another um, clip there that I will put up. The same tortured screams can be heard in the video uploaded by Gaziaja in 2014. The 
the wailing is loud, surreal, and pierces the, the still night air. And while several viewers have noted that it could simply be dogs calling out in the darkness, it is the last scream at the end of the video that sounds terrifyingly human. If it is indeed the Lillarona, it would be enough to make all who hear her or hear it return to their homes and cower with fear. Just like the previous video, this clip has captured a noise that many are certain is the infamous weeping woman crying out in the night. So, supposedly, if you hear her from a distance, she is actually very close to you. And if you hear her from very close, then she is actually very far away from you. Either way, you do not want to be hearing these cries. You do not want to be facing this spirit because of what she can bring up on you. Obviously, she is this way due to her acts and what she done to her children. Uh, because she is now left in eternal life between the, li the life of the dead and the living. Okay, she's in between the veils. So she is trapped for eternal life. She is not able to go to the light, as I explained, because she, she cannot get her children. Because her children, in my opinion, will already be in the light due to what happened to them. So she is left wandering and searching and forever in pain and in regret for what she done and for that reason she brings her misfortune up onto others okay now again like i said as an investigator and a researcher this is definitely one story that i would like to try to look into more when i get over to texas i am not saying that i am going to go and stand and camp out at a riverside all night hoping that I'm going to um, bump into her but I would like to um, do some research, more research into her um, maybe take some camera footage and stuff <coughs> of the areas and maybe we will catch something I don't know but it's most definitely a legend that I find very fascinating since I've come over it from um, Coffin Crew explaining and saying about it um, I do feel for the woman because of what she done um, and if she is real she must be in a lot of torment and a lot of pain and because of what she does and um, she most definitely sounds like a very scary entity to come into contact with and not one to mess around with um, obviously through her actions and what she's done she you know she's had evilness put upon her soul for her actions so anyone encountering her anyone seeking out for her or anyone that comes across to her um they normally do seal some really horrible fates guys and um not ones that i don't think anyone would want to experience in my opinion <laughs> Yes, that would be really, really, really brilliant. 
she is, yeah. She very much does sound like a tortured soul. Very much like a tortured soul. Um, you know, any any person, when they have to seal their, their fate, even if it's something that is done to protect the children or someone, or if it's done through just ill intent, these sort of souls will normally become trapped and captured in this in this reality okay they can't move on they can't go forward um in in her case she can't move forward she can't be saved for her actions and for what she done even though at the time the reasons for what happened through the stories that you've heard tonight she's been she's the one that had been treated wrongly okay the first story is that her husband cheated on her with a younger woman then you've got the other story where she met the love of her life. She she promised a priest that she would give her firstborn son over. She decided she didn't want to do that. As the mother, motherling instincts that she had, she was in love with her child and her other children. And she didn't want to let that go. What mother would want to? So through that, she sealed her fate to the point that she had to kill her children to, to keep them safe. And... Um, there's the other side of it as well, the one where again she was meant to she was she was married by the priest, she promised her children, and because she didn't, she then was burnt and her children were killed in in a fire, okay, and she's been left disfigured, which is why she looks very oddly when you come upon her the, This story is very disturbing as well as very sad, okay, because uh, you know to be a mother. And I'm a mother myself. And to be put into those sort of situations and having to, to act on that would be the most horrible feeling that you could go through, okay? And even more so because of um, the trading that has been done towards her as well. So, I didn't really have long to get this story together. Um... And I hope that it, um, it has helped you and it's, um, it's, you found it interesting, okay? I've tried to uh, speak about it to the best that I can. I'm very, very sorry if I have said her name wrong. I am not very fluent on Mexican and uh, Texas language. And obviously with the uh, being dyslexic as well. But I hope that you, um, you did enjoy that. And um, as I said, yeah, she's most definitely somebody that, I find very intriguing, which is really weird. I do. And I would like to look into her more. And I would maybe like to do a more detailed stream on her again, um, finding more stuff out about her and stuff. If there's anybody that can find any information, maybe like Light or Coffin, if you can find any more information on her as well as me, um, because obviously you're from them areas, that would be really awesome. Because so I would like to do a more detailed part of of this story okay um i have got some other stories and legends that are going to be coming out to do with texas and mexico areas as well i'm going to be looking into some legends of some very screwed up you know legends of supernatural creatures okay so there's going to be some very interesting streams. I'm going to be looking into some places that are supposedly supposed to be haunted that have got some very 
weird and strange legends behind them as well. Um, I am also going to be doing some shows on some more stuff to do with UFOs. Um, I'd been watching something recently where it and I've had some weird premonitions and stuff, guys. Um, there's new planets, and then through the the vision and and then seeing stuff on TV, there are actually new planets, and I'm wanting to look into that more. And um, it is believed that some of these planets that have been found could reside and have life on it. Okay, alien life. So I want to be looking into that as well. So there's going to be some really, really cool shows coming to Bold and Bonkers, guys. Okay. Um, I, again, I do apologise if you didn't understand everything that I was saying because of my dyslexia. I think I was pretty fluent in most of it. Um, and like I said, I will be posting the stuff out so that you guys can read it, go over it. I am going to be getting some links for that as well so that you can actually watch some of the the footage of supposable sightings of the Lorona um, spirit. Um, Spanish can be rough. Yes, it's a very, very complicated and very hard language to speak. Okay, don't get me wrong. Spanish, I'm not being funny, but the Mexicans and the Texas people, yeah, they have got the most beautifulest accents I have ever heard in my life. Okay, uh, coughing crew. <laughs> His voice. Mm. Yeah, they have got the most beautifulest accents I have ever heard in my life. Okay, but it is a very, very complicated language to understand, and let alone trying to read out words. In, in all fairness, I I didn't learn Spanish in school. <clears throat> I had to do French, which I really don't see why, because I would have loved to have learned Spanish, but. I think I, I did okay saying the words that I said for somebody that's never spoke Spanish in my life, okay? Um, it's most definitely going to be a language that I do need to learn a little bit. Um, and I would like to learn a little bit, to be honest, because I've always found their, their, their accents and their languages very fascinating. Um, we're kind of going off the topic here. We're talking now about Mexican and Spanish accents, okay? But, you know, this is my show and I can do what I want okay so if I'm going to talk about gorgeous accents I will do that but <clears throat> on a you know on the real basis guys you know this story is a very fascinating one this poor lady if she is real went through a lot and uh, endured a lot and she had to do some really horrible things to protect her children and um in that she you know she's lost her soul and uh, she's trapped for eternity, which is not nice for anybody. Um, I know that as a mother myself, I would feel the same way if I had to do something like that. I wouldn't do something like that anyway. But if 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 I was not given a choice, I know that I would I'd be left here as well, and I would be internally wandering and uh, cursing anybody that come near me. You know, like due to other people's actions towards me and what they wanted of, of me, you know. Um, this most definitely is a very interesting, a, a very, very interesting story. Most definitely fascinates me, definitely. Let me just go over the chat and see what everybody is saying. 88 people in the chat. There was a, a good uh, three, 400 in the chat a little while ago. 
500 views. Yep. Whoa. All new subscribers. Over 500 views on the StreamYard ticker. One, 15,000, just one YouTube. <laughs> but they must love my, my shows and your shows. Hello. Holly. Holy 336. What did I miss? Yeah. Yep, truly true. Everyone ha here knows the story, LOL. I mean, they tell us this when we are super little. That's really interesting that you've done that, though, like, and uh, coughing, that they would, um, that, that that your mothers and that would say that to you to keep you away from rivers and that. Did, why did they do that? Was that because they, that because of the legend and because they believed that if you went near the rivers that you would be pulled in by the spirit? Is that what it is? Is that why they used to say this to you? Or was it because they, that they feared that you might drown yourself by falling into the water or something? It, it's a very strange one and everybody has stories that our parents would tell us to scare the hell out of us like for us it was the the, the boogie man or the man under the bed or the man in in the cupboard you know what i mean like there's there's the boogie man in the cupboard and we would be really scared so we'd be behaved at night and we you know most of us would go to sleep apart from me um I have never really been somebody that sleeps very much and as a young child I rarely ever did sleep okay and uh, I would spend most of my nights sitting up playing with toys and playing with spirits okay and um, I would get grounded quite a lot for being up overnight um, and that wasn't my fault I just I, I wasn't somebody that was able to sleep very well so for me I would play with my spirit friends the people that would come and visit me children and stuff you know I would sit up playing with them, put tape cassettes on and listen to music really faintly. I used to um, record little tape cassettes, um, talking to them. Um, you would hear the voices changing dramatically in me as well, which was really weird. But I found this all fascinating. This is what got me all into the paranormal and that because of my abilities and what I am. Um, and there are just so many legends out there, things that, that parents would say to you to spook you and to make you behave or make you not do something you shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? But this one, I think this would scare the hell out of anyone. You know, a woman that murdered her children out of um, fear and upset and takes children's souls and and think that's worse than the boogeyman. Like, seriously, I think you'd rather to have the boogeyman story than, than that. Oh, bless you. You've got your day off as well. Like, well, that's good. You you do work hard, don't you? So it's really good that you've got the night off and stuff like that. I was on a very interesting stream last night as well, guys. I was on Late Late Horror Show with Dino. I am going to be going back on his show on the 20th of October at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, which for the UK will be 2 p.m. Uh, 2 a.m. sorry and um i'm gonna be talking about my witchy stuff and uh talking about some paranormal stuff because he's really into that he is horror but he's into paranormal and he's into all of the strange and the unknown stuff as well so i'm, I'm going to be um joining him up on panel as well so it'd be really cool to see all of you guys come over there and support me in that show i was up on his panel last night um he was up there um supposed to have done um, some I can't even remember what it was that he was doing 
Um, he was doing some sort, uh, not a giveaway. I don't remember what it was that he was supposed to be doing. Coughing, what was he doing? Trivial Pursuit or something like that, doing like a card game or something like that, yeah. But that didn't end up happening because first he'd it, it invited people to come up and tell stories about spirits and um, strange encounters with UFOs, all this sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, uh, I was coached to go up there. And um, what was supposed to be a five, ten minute talk ended up being most of his show because he just had loads of stuff to ask me. And the guys in the room were really cool as well as him. And they all really enjoyed my talks and stuff. So he asked me if I would come back on another show with him where it would be just me and him having the, you know, having a talk show. And he was going to talk to me about like which, which stuff. And he was going to talk to me about paranormal stuff. And I straight away, I was like, yep, most definitely. Really, really cool channel. So please check that channel out as well guys if you're into horror or you're into paranormal or you just like somewhere you can hang where there's really cool people that is the place to go that is late late horror show okay um so i will be on that on the 20th of october at 2 a.m uk time which is 8 p.m eastern time in texas and all them sort of areas it that would be 7 p.m and Obviously, in places like where Dakota and people are, that would be 6 p.m. So it'd be really good to see all of you guys in the show and that. And I've really enjoyed doing this show and I've really enjoyed seeing you guys in the room. Let me, I'm just still going over the comments, but I'm, I'm rabbiting on. I think we had a site in here a year ago or two. I think someone took a picture and it came out in the newspaper. Wow. I, th hmm. I think I remember that. Would have you look online and see if I can find it. Yeah, no, that would be awesome. Um, it's most definitely a category that I do want to look into more. Most definitely. And um, she, she most definitely is a tortured soul. She she has to be to have had to do what she had to do and and the stuff that she went through and how her husband or the other scenarios happened, you know. She's most definitely a tortured soul and again, like I said, one don't try to approach her and um don't upset her and don't be silly enough to try and uh in, encounter her close enough to to seal your fate. Okay, guys, because believe me, if she's real and these stories and these legends that I've just read here are true. It's not going to end well for you, is it? So just keep a safe distance and stuff. I don't think there's anything wrong in trying to uh, investigate things, but just just be safe with it. Okay, it's, it's a crazy story. It is. It is like I, I most definitely agree with that. It is a very crazy story. Very informative. Thank you very much. Sherry, it got over 22,000. Are you kidding me? 22,000 people? Surely not. We are Mexican. 
that's just how it is. Well, yep, and you had the most sexiest voices. Oh, my God, God damn. Don't even get me started. Don't get me started on Mexican voices, guys. Please, don't. Um, LOL, true. Our version of Boogeyman is El Humba del Sacco. Ooh. I might have to look into that as well, then. Give me some names. Like, you're more than welcome to um, add me on my Sherry Brett. I'm sure uh, Coffin doesn't mind. You know, so um, add me. Give me. You guys need to give me some names of some really cool things over there, yeah, so that I can do some research and I can do some more cool shows like this. You know what I mean? Because I am doing it about Mexico and Texas areas at the minute. So I really do think that um, there's some really, really cool stories to do with that over uh, over there you know what i mean and um I, I absolutely love it trivia and paranormal stories yeah most definitely that's what he was doing it's really really cool um as i said coffin and I, I'm, I'm sure light knows him as well and he, he's this really cool guy this dino is really really cool guy very interesting so i'm looking forward to going on his show and having my interview with him and that or my talk The sack man. He would wander at night and take bad kids, place them in his potato sack and kill them. Um, I think I'm going to have to look into some of these. I will be going back over the chat when it comes back up again, obviously, when I've come off the live. And I will be taking some of these names down and I will be putting them down on paper and I will be doing some research into it. I am going to be looking into some other legends as well, guys. I know that there's quite a few different legends and stuff over there. I would like to actually um, be, to look into the um, oh um, that there's a few there's the one oh, I can't remember that it's gone out of my head. Um, I'm going to be looking into some of the legends to do with the um, Skinwalker Ranch. I'm going to be looking into the Skinwalker. Um, there was a legend i can't remember i remember um coffin crew telling me one about a legend about a certain dog or something there's this weird dog or something that goes round as well that if you hear it and or you see it or something i can't remember the name of it but there's 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 a few character legends in in mexico and texas guys with some really strange creatures that um are supposedly supposed to exist and stuff like that and i have in previous shows and stuff and seen some really interesting places to do with um, Mexico and Texas as well which I would like to look into um, there's a couple of um, buildings I can't remember the name of it but there was one that was based around um, a murder there was a murder there was a murder in this house and um, it's cursed like there was quite a few murders that happened after the curse as well and um, it, it's called La, La Something. I can't remember what it's called, but there are a few a few places that I've seen that look really interesting to talk about. 
they, they do. And I, I'm going to most definitely be uh, picking that stream up and doing quite a few streams on um, Mexico and Texas because they've got some really cool characters and legends to talk about. Uh, again, I hope you did enjoy the show. I hope you heard hearing about the weeping woman of Mexico and Texas, um, the La Llorona. And um, I hope that um, you sleep well tonight, guys, and it's not going to keep you awake. Uh, as I said, do not go out and search for things like this. Don't get too close because, again, it is a legend. We do not know if it is fully true or not. But by a lot of um, witness statements and stuff, there is most definitely something there that isn't right and doesn't sound very good. So just be very, very careful, guys. If you're in them areas, don't don't go seeking it and don't get too close. Just um, be, be careful. I hope that you have enjoyed the show, guys, and I do thank you for um, coming on and sharing it with me. I will always only keep the show on as long as the uh, content goes. So I am going to be ending this show. So a lot of love and light and blessings to all of you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you to all of our supporters and sponsors, our TV people, all of our networks that we reach out to. And obviously all of our guys that come and support us in the room, all of our new supporters and all of the amazing people that have actually logged on today to actually come and hear my story about this amazing legend. We do thank you very much for coming on. I send you lots of love, light and blessings. Again, lots of love and light out to the Royal Family and to our Royal Highness, the Queen, who passed away sadly yesterday. Lots of love to all of them, to all of you. And be real, be safe, be true, keep being you. And remember that when you go to sleep, those spirits creep and they're always around you. And we will see you real soon. And a merry parting. Thank you.